everybody, Adam Lamarcy here from thelifestylehero.com, theyearofawesome.com, and of course, adamlamarcy.com. For those who are actually checking out to get their website sorted, sort out their own personal year of awesome, or, you know, set their own business, get a little lifestyle hero stuff going on, go on to purelyhosting.com slash adult to get a free website when you buy hosting with them. They're a great host. They host all my sites and uh, never had any problems with them. They're very, very secure and, you know, just great, great people. We're also sponsored by the Movie Star, what was it? com. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. So MovieStarEntrepreneur.com. Yeah, this guy that we've got on today does not pull punches uh, at all. He's He's been around for a long time. He's a complete badass, and I'm not going to hype him too much because I'm going to get him to do that. It's a lot more fun. When you own a website like Movie Star Entrepreneur, I'm going to let you do your own stuff. So ladies and gentlemen, we got Marshall Wayne on the call. Marshall, are you there? You bet I am. Damn right, man. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you actually managed to take time to do this. Yeah, I'm glad. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself because I distinctly moved away from telling anyone anything about you because I would just badmouth you like there's nobody's tomorrow because I'm slightly jealous of the fact that you can actually make kick-ass movies. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not actually what I even do for a living. I'm an international currency dealer for a living. Um, Just what you see on my Facebook is the branding stuff. That's my branding business, right? Wow. So, uh, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, it's probably threw a wrench in what you thought. Yeah, no, um, dude, that's that's freaking awesome. Um, just yeah, so I mean, essentially, what I do, I trade currency for a living. Oh, forex, right? Yeah, awesome. But but it's but we'll talk about the branding side of things today. Yeah, but um, the branding business had spun out of that because I would create uh, interesting videos to get attention in the media and whatnot, and interesting imagery. And then entrepreneurs started asking who was doing my stuff and then uh, asked to hire me because I was doing it myself. Initially, it wasn't um, sort of feasible. feasible. Um, they didn't want to pay what it would be worth to hire me. Um, but it started to grow and grow, and now, now it's a full-fledged business. That's, um, that's pretty awesome, man. Wow. So you just basically did Forex. And that's, that's really interesting. So we'll talk about that because Forex, for the people who don't know, is, of course, you trade currency in different markets. Um, it's pretty badass that you actually go ahead and do all that stuff, man. That's pretty awesome. And, of course, you know, branding and stuff is pretty pretty awesome. I was actually going to introduce you as, like, the porn king of, like, California, just quietly <laughs> go for it <laughs> just stuff like currency that. thing is just a uh, a ruse <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's just to throw people off from what i really yeah. do irs in case you're listening of course <laughs> god i love doing stuff like this but okay so we've got you on the call and i actually managed to coax you out um for actually it's really, really weird i've known marshall um and known about him for a couple of years now i've actually had him as a friend on my skype but we've never spoken like ever. <laughs> we it's it's oh, just no like the, it's the craziest thing. I'm guessing it's because like the I believe that everything has a time and place. Yeah. Like I have I I had Ami Shah on um on my Skype for a good year before I even had a phone call with him. Sure. And I was like, I know you, but why? <laughs> right. It's like one of those small things. Um. But yeah. So tell me about like how how like what have you been up to anyway? Like I know you've got like stuff to do with forex, and then you went out the other night. But what else have you been up to, like in general, like this year, 2013, what have you been up to? Uh, well, most of the summer I've just been hanging out with, uh, I've been back in my home area in uh, Wisconsin in the United States, uh, working with a client, uh, a client that's a, an NFL agent for the football league here in the States. 
So I've just been kind of uh, doing work and hanging out, reuniting with friends, seeing family. And I'm heading back to Los Angeles next week. So it's been a nice summer to reconnect. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Wait, were you in Ohio? Sorry, cut out for a little bit when you said that. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wow. Mm -hmm. East Coast. There's two things. It's pretty much dead center (laughs) of the United States. Yeah, Yeah, it probably is. My U.S. geographically knowledge is like well i'm from no england like i could probably ask an average american hey could you tell me where paris is they'll probably tell you that england and paris are like right next to each other technically yeah, they are but... knows nothing <laughs> so yeah i love it i'm actually planning a trip down to um italy at this at some point this year uh before the years out because i just had my birthday about two weeks ago so oh nice yeah it's from doing this podcast so i'm actually gonna be taking a little time off flying out to uh, Italy and like my friends hate me whenever they go, I go away because whenever we go away anywhere, I don't speak English. Yeah, really? I, yeah. I start learning the language very quickly and it takes about, um, yeah. it takes me about two weeks to master language <laughs> if I live anywhere. So I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be fun. You know, have <laughs> it's crazy. But I th- th- thank Tim Ferriss though um, for being an ass and actually going out and telling the world exactly how to learn languages quickly bastard yeah i love you so much but i hate you at the same time you made people learn languages now they can insult me in my own language he's got a new show coming out i saw yeah what's uh, it called uh it's i can't remember the name i'm i'm not sure but he just had a post about it it's he's going to teach people how to hack you know life hack right yeah stuff like that i'm just gonna google it um tv show yeah i think it's his latest uh post yeah, it's on his blog. Prime time. I have no idea what it's even called whatsoever, so I'm just going to quickly four hour. Uh, four hour work week. Com slash blog. So it'll be on HLN, which was CNN headline news. And oh, the Tim Ferriss experiment, TFX, is what the name of the show is. That's pretty so cool. he says, easily thought of as Anthony Bourdain meets Jason Bourne or Jackass meets A Beautiful Mind. Wow. This should be fun. This should be actually a lot of fun. Because, of course, you know, I live in England, so I'm probably going to have to end up getting it on... Um, yeah, getting it somewhere online. Yeah, just go ahead and check it out on Hulu or something. Yeah. God, I love Hulu. <laughs> like, I do too. It's an addiction for me. Oh, man, did you watch The Prophet? Uh, no, should I? Oh, it's so good. The guy literally goes into business. I like his fan page, so I see what you know he says, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool because like, um, I literally was. Um, basically, I'm such a huge fan of this kind of stuff. And I was like, right, so Shark Tank was all right. Drive can stand. Not a huge fan. Like, I don't really like entrepreneurial shows all that much. I don't either. They're usually corny. And boring as shit. Just yeah, like, yeah. Oh. But this was really good because it goes into businesses and he turns them around. I'm like, huh. that is That's cool. Yeah, like he turns like full-on businesses that are failing and he puts his money up. He's like, I'll give you 200 grand. And I want X amount of the business and I take care of everything. And the, the best part is it's not just businesses that succeed. It shows you businesses that are like shitty and failing. And you know, oh, how, yeah. you, yeah. know you know how some people go into business like, oh yeah, my business is going to be absolutely amazing and everyone's going to say yes. And they only show you the people that say yes to his business plans. 
<laughs> of course. But in this one, they actually don't. They show you people have screwed them over and like um, don't want to actually do business and go back on their word. And it's just, more like real life instead of a TV. Yeah, uh, you know, fake TV. Yeah, I mean, I was like, wow, I really, really love the way that this guy does his thing, and he's very like. He's got a very straight mind on um, how he's going to be doing his business, and I'm just like, that, that's crazy. Uh, I love the way that this guy works. His mindset's just cr- and just really, really good. Well, you convinced me to watch it now. Yeah. I had a uh, negative view about it. I thought, eh, it's <laughs> going to be another one of those cheesy entrepreneurial shows. Oh, I, had, I had one of those uh, problems as well, but I think it was... Frick, who was it? It was David King and David Miz. Uh, they're the two guys that actually got me into it. I said, all right, I'm going to watch it. And now you can tell that straight away I'm hooked because I'm telling you to go watch it. Yeah, of course. This, is, a, this, is, ba- to know. this is bad as my Breaking Bad addiction. Like, I love Oh, family. it can't be that bad. Oh, man, that, I, that show. I, I avoided watching that show for... Um, I did too. I avoided watching that show for so long, and then all of a sudden, I was like, <laughs> "I've got to, I've got to watch this because everyone keeps going on about it. I have to watch at least one episode um, without, you know, so I don't make any. Um, I, I don't go ahead and do the thing that I hate doing, which is being snobbish about uh, shows. I don't like being snob right. about shows. I've never like, watched. Oh, them. I don't watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, that opening scene with the RV where he's in the underwear. I mean. <laughs> The pants fall out of the sky and they they run and run the pants over. Man. I just thought that scene is brilliant. It hooked me right there. Yeah, and I, I have to know what these two are up to. Oh yeah, definitely. It gets really good. Now I love the way Family Guy took the piss out of that. Was yeah. um, Peter Griffin went ahead and did it, and he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is." Um, he's like, he's watching it. And it comes out with the only thing that you should know about uh, the wire. I know about the Breaking Bad. It's the greatest show you'll ever see, and the only thing that comes close to it is The Wire. And literally, that's all it is. And he just goes around saying it the entire show. <laughs> yeah, like the commentary of what everybody says. Yeah, uh-huh. that's like the only thing. Like even one of my best friends, um, she does that. She talks like it's the greatest show since The Wire. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> I ended up watching it. I marathoned it for um, this week while I was ill. Five the days. Wire? No, no. Um, oh, Breaking Bad. Breaking. Like marathoned it five days straight. I was literally yeah. not sleeping. If I because yeah. <laughs> you have an abscess, you can't sleep, and you're not hungry, so you can't you know eat. So you're like, all right, I'm just gonna watch TV and keep my brain dumb. <laughs> oh but, yeah, um, the first show that was like that for me. Uh, was 24. Oh, man, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I had broken up with a girlfriend, and I, you know how you're just like depressed and hate life. Right? <laughs> this was like, I don't know, 10 years ago, I think, or close. I just, I, I mean, I didn't shower, I didn't shave, I just stayed in my room and watched uh, episodes <laughs> of 24. Like, I think it was five seasons in by that point, you know, so I had a good, good stretch, like almost a week of only doing that, doing nothing else. Oh my goodness! Oh, that, that, is, that is awesome to hear. Not the fact that you just broke <laughs> up with someone, but the fact that even you do that. I just love how many people. Oh yeah, well it's great. I mean, you got to do something to keep your keep your mind off those situations. <laughs> it's you know? like I just got dumped. I can just imagine the shower scene right now with you. Not not from any of the shows. It's like you know, you're sitting in the shower, just like all huddled up, and it's like eating popcorn. It's like yeah. <laughs> 
well, unless you did the dumping, then you're like, I'm going to watch the show because it makes me feel like a badass. Or it's like, I miss her. I want her. Damn it, what's going yeah, on? And, no! And you, you, you do the obligatory text, like, were you sure we're done? <laughs> See, that's the weird thing. I've never sent that text, but the one I always send afterwards is like, so, what have you been up to? Because they said oh, that we yeah. still be friends. Like, yeah, I know. How lame, too. I've done that. <laughs> oh, my God. My, oh my, my, God. my recent ex, oh, God, she makes me laugh so much, right? Because we broke up, but here's the thing. We had the... In my opinion, I had like the most cleanest breakups. Two-year relationship. We were living together. We had a cat together. We broke up. Like it took her a fucking month to get to the point, which is really weird because at that point she went back home, and I was like, "All right, we'll just try and do a long-distance thing." But realistically, everyone, including my friends and her, knew that we had broken up. Yeah. So I was like, "We're just waiting for this thing to like die on its own." That that's all. We're, that's all we're doing. Um, but it was hilarious because she gave me a letter. But she fucking wrote out a letter. She it was eight pages, double sided. <laughs> and my first words, and I can't help this. This is like the value of being a, com- oh. a comedian. I literally came out with, "When did I turn to Ross and Rachel?" <laughs> <laughs> oh she God. literally. I swear to God, she took every ounce of her not to bitch slap me across the face. <laughs> I imagine. I was just like, I'm sorry, I can't help it. It's hilarious. You kind of gave me running material for this. Um, oh, yeah, she did. The best, <laughs> the absolute messed up part, though, is the metaphysical side of stuff. Yep. Because um, I used to joke about being on stage. I was like, so, yeah, my longest relationship is like two years right now. And this is like last year while I was still in the relationship. And then it got to like two years and a day. Like, literally, one day over two years, and it just ended. I was like, that is some messed up shit. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. It's just programmed in. Okay, tell me this much. Did you ever do this when you were watching 24? Did you ever just sleep on the couch and not in your bed? Because she's like, come and sleep on the couch. It's oh, more comfortable. Of course. Of course. Like, oh, it's way too far to go to my bed. I'm not doing that. Yeah. 24. The <laughs> kitchen's right here. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if I slept in my bed. Uh, that week, it was like uh, just that sort of thing. I had my old apartment for four months, and I swear to God, it took my mother actually came to live with me for a week. She came from to, to live with me for, not because I couldn't look after myself, and like she's like, "No, you look totally fine. You're going well. You're shaving," which, by the way, is another thing. <laughs> yeah, which is That's another. Good. It's, good it's, it's, it's another thing that I think guys do is when we get dumped or we get ill, we grow out a beard. <laughs> it's like the sympathy yeah. bit. You do the very thing that would prevent us from getting any women at all. Right? Unless your name is Johnny Hendricks from like, or, or like, you know, Roy Nelson from the UFC, because those guys are badasses and they have like big ass beards. I'm like, all right, I'm going to fight you. Got a beard. Right. But they're also showering and doing their job, <laughs> you know, not like laying on the couch and watching 24 and ordering Chinese takeout. Oh man, see, you had Chinese. I went for like, I thought I'd punish myself by trying lots and lots of hot chicken. Like different types. I, <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, I went for um this strange ass mix. It was habanero, butt scotch peppers, and Tabasco sauce with um Indian chilies, all mixed into one concoction, and then dipped wings into it. Did that just burn your mouth? It made me go it to the toilet. There's no tomorrow. But it did. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, I, you did. I was like, it hurts, but it feels so good. I was like, my best friend at the time, she came over to see me and she was like, you're a dumbass. I'm going to kick you in the head if you don't get out of the house. I was like, I can't. She's like, why? I was like, I don't want to go to the gym anymore. She goes, you live five minutes from the gym. How are you not at the gym every day? <laughs> and, I, and the worst part was I got a free membership because I know the owner. 
I just still didn't go. You didn't go. Yeah, I, I understand that concept. God, I, <laughs> man, it's funny how we went from 24 and kick-ass shows to break up some bad shit we do. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. I think there's a correlation. <laughs> I, or like, you know, like when you turn the radio on and every song is exactly what you're living at the moment. You're like, <gasps> oh my God, the universe is speaking to me. <laughs> I, you know what? When I was a kid, I used to watch My Wife and Kids. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit younger. I, I think I'm a little bit younger than you. I think how I don't know why. I aged of, yeah, I'm 12 years younger than you. Um, so yes, younger. So like 12 years ago, when you were my age and I was yes. half my own age, I was watching um, My Wife and Kids, and I remember like going through some shit at school, and all of a sudden I'd get home from school, switch on the TV, and it's there, and it's literally playing out the scenario of my life. I'm like, damn. But it met, it's yeah. it totally screws me up just how much like I can listen to the radio now, and there's some decent music, there's some bad music, and some classic good rock music that I love. Mm-hmm. And then the moment you're single, every song is just like a love song that's like another needle. It's like you loved her. This is a song you guys listen to all the time. <laughs> I know it's so lame. <laughs> I don't know why it happens. I, I mean, I maybe we turned it to that channel purposefully subconsciously i don't know but i think it's just uh, i think it's just the world's got a conspiracy against me that's that's what i've realized that the world's got a conspiracy it's it does i know it does <laughs> oh my god uh, just i like that tangent i do like that tangent but i'll tell you what there is two things that i love about every girl i've ever broken up with was broken up with me I've never been called an asshole afterwards, which is a good thing, but more importantly, it's the fact there's always a memory left behind, and I think my ex actually got the worst one of all, because she, she took our cat, right? Yep. My, my old cat, Oreo, had a goatee that was exactly like mine. <laughs> I kid you not, there's a photo on Facebook, you can see it. It's a little cat, it's not the Bengal, because that's my new cat, Chase. And my old cat, he was like, little cute. Uh, black and white. She was a little bit cute, black and white, with a little goatee, and now she like keeps that everywhere. The best part <laughs> is I named that cat, bought that cat, and actually it looks like me. So I'm like, yes, you now have a memory of me forever. Enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> at least for the next eighteen years until the cat decides to kick it. You know, or he gets, well, right. or she gets crazy because that cat was like batshit crazy. She she runs up like trees. Isn't every cat batshit crazy? Uh, to be fair, my way. In a way, yeah, I think my my current cat, which is a Bengal, for the people that love cats and stuff, it's a Bengal seal mink, so it's, it's super rare. It's only five generations away from being in the wild, so you have to take it for walks. Which, by the way, um, if you're single, take a cat for a walk or a dog for a walk, you'll get hit on like there's no tomorrow. It's yeah, it's true. it's just like, oh, he's so cute. Can I pet, can I pet him? Oh, God, I get yeah, that. I, I get that all the damn time. It's like, all right, sure, yeah, he, he just... Now I've turned him into a pirate cat or um, my scarf. So <laughs> yeah. if I'm walking around, I just have this cat around my neck, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, fur is murder!" I'm like, it, "He's alive." I'm just carrying him. Murder. You're like, "Well, that's a good thing that he's not dead." Then I know that reference is like twelve years like too late, but still, who cares? <laughs> I managed to sneak it in. <laughs> oh man! So let's let's get down to like some other cool stuff. So. Um, I don't know, but you don't watch UFC, do you? Like, MMA and stuff? Uh, only, uh, only on certain occasions. Like, uh, yeah, uh, maybe like twice a year I'll go and watch a, watch a fight, you know. Championship. I don't know what it is about, like, humans and fighting. We just freaking love it. It's just well, it is a thing. It's like, just two guys getting beat up. Let's go watch it. 
even yeah, at school, is a thing. even at school, like that's the thing that you did, or in like a club or a oh, when there's a fight after school, like there's you know these two guys are gonna fight after school out on the playground. Yeah, I know. You gotta be there. Everyone just, <laughs> I don't care if I'm gonna be late for dinner. I'll make some shit up. I want to see this fight. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta see it. <laughs> the messed up part. Yeah, it is, is a primal time, instinct. Most of the time, I used sure. to get my ass kicked at that time until I was about fourteen. <laughs> it was like, all right, bring it on. I fight now. Beat you guys up. <laughs> It was hilarious, though. I still remember the day that um, my 16th birthday, that was the day that my bullies stopped beating me up because they decided to jump me for my birthday, which is hilarious to me. Um, and they proper laid into me. Like, <laughs> Did they choose it for that reason or they didn't know? No, they knew it was my birthday. And that's, that's the reason. So they like cornered me after English class and they just beat the crap out of me. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. At this point, I was like, it's a psychological fit. I was like, oh, fuck. There's like 12 of them and there's me and I'm going to get my ass kicked. Just, uh, just might as well prepare. Remember everything. You can manage pain. You've fought heavyweights before. You know exactly what it's like. You can take it. You're lightweight. You can take it all. And these guys like really laid into me. Um, and after they beat me up, and because I just stood there and took it, I didn't fight back because um, I was under the impression if I fought back, I'd get expelled. I was like, I don't want to. Sure. I was like, I don't want to do that because like my dad will get mad at me and so on. I'm like, I don't want to. I'm brown, all right. So I'm I'm Asian. If you come from an Asian house, you know, if you get in trouble at school, you're gonna get your ass kicked when you get home. So it's kind of like right. it's one of those. Do I want to risk kicking his ass now for just a little glory, or do I want to risk getting my butt kicked when I walk through the door? So uh, I'll go for sympathy this time. Let's go for sympathy rather than another butt, butt kicking. So I get my butt kicked, and I'm standing there, and I literally start laughing. And that was actually the first time I realized that um, if someone punches me hard enough, I giggle like constantly. <laughs> you giggle like a little girl. I do, like you know Joey from Friends. <laughs> yeah, of course. That is my giggle. I swear to God, like um. All my girlfriends, they don't believe, like, any girl I've ever dated, even the one day now, she actually doesn't, she didn't believe me at this point. I was like, if you wrestle with me, because she wrestles, if you wrestle with me and you mount me in, like, a mount position when you're about to punch my head in, like, you know it is, but it's funny. Yeah, just get on my chest. Relationship. <laughs> yeah, I know, tell me about it. Just like, if you get onto, like, my chest area, just sit on my chest and say, oh, you can't move, I will giggle like a schoolgirl, and the more you try and hit me, the funnier I'll find it. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. So at this point, I'm giggling my ass off, and these guys just get completely scared and flipped out. Like, what's wrong with him? Let's let's run away before he kills us. I'm like, yay! There was yeah, a mask. I was like, gets punched and starts laughing. <laughs> I, I think it's a defense mechanism because like pain just goes out the window, and it's like I need to feel something. Let's go with laughter because that's funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, do you play Xbox or anything? Uh, I don't know if you're a gamer, because everyone in our freaking marketplace is. If, if you work for yourself, you just have to, at some point, play games. <laughs> I don't, though. Uh, however, I just watched the, um, the launch video for the Xbox One, the new gaming system that's coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I used to play all the time. Uh, I just don't anymore. You know. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Oh man, that'd be, that's crazy. That's the one gaming system I'm not going to buy because I've had the Xbox, the PS2, uh, the PS3 and the Xbox 360. I've still got my 360. I have all of them. But I'm going to go probably PS4 in about a year. I'm going to wait about a year because you never want to be the first one to buy anything. <laughs> iPods, 360s, MacBooks, just anything you're the first of, you know it's going to be yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna the test group. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I, I'm fine with being in the test group. Uh, I, I can't wait, right? I just can't. 
It's like a it's like a sickness. Especially with Apple especially with Apple products. Yeah, I'm a Apple fanboy. You and I so, both. Yeah. So I mean I readily admit it. I'm fine. I have a problem. <laughs> it's like Oh god. I think AA would actually eventually be renamed Apple Anonymous. Well, it could. There probably is groups. <laughs> Support groups. I'm addicted to keep giving Apple money. And nobody talks because they're on their phone. <laughs> I'm just texting one another. It's like, how are you? Look at this photo. I was going through my phone and on emojis. Um, I freaking love them because I found one that looks like poop. I literally yeah. sent all my friends that with Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo like, written right underneath it. Yep, and everyone was like, "What's this?" I was like, "Your birthday gift. I don't, I'm not giving you anything this year. Your your Christmas gift. I'm not giving you anything this year. You're getting Christmas poop. Christmas poop. <laughs> yeah, stress <laughs> him up a little bit. <laughs> oh my god, I just love doing shit like that. All right, so let's talk a little bit about video because that's that's some stuff. Yes, that you're, I you're, talk about that. Yeah, you are a kick-ass video guy, and you are absolutely amazing at branding to the point where I'm actually very. <laughs> I hate to admit this, but you're one of the few people that I would never actually try to rip off to get stuff from. I was like, I'll barter my skills with you so I can get some of your stuff. Right now, it's just like, I'd rather just pay the guy because this guy's stuff is that damn good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I know what I'm doing. I, I, I love that stuff. Damn it. I like the concept of, you know, what's in my mind and how I want to be perceived. I like figuring out how I can put that into reality. I mean, it fascinates me. Definitely. I mean, so how did you actually get a, a start across this? Because of course you're doing forex, but like, how did you get across in video? Because it's usually a passion that you've had for a long time of creativity. Yeah. Well, initially, uh, in in my uh, currency business, I had wanted to figure out how to get the attention of uh, the media, right? Mm-hmm. And YouTube was new at the time. It was like 2005, and I just started making webcam videos. But you know. Uh, they're so cheesy. I, I would get these responses on YouTube. You know, YouTube is like horrible for uh, trollers, right? Trolls. And so, uh, you know, I would have like a suit on and, you know, like, but my backdrop would be like a, you know, whatever shitty place I was living in at the time, right? <laughs> so what I was saying was not matching the, the video at all, right? Because it looked horrible. It was, it would be dark, right? No lighting or anything. Um, so people are like, yeah, right. You really make good money doing this, you know, th- that sort of stuff. Uh, the fact is I was making good money. I just didn't know how to make videos. So I thought, well, it's in, you know, it's incongruent then you if your branding doesn't match what you're saying, people think it's a, it's bullshit. So I, uh, I just started learning it and getting better and better. That is pretty um, badass. So during the time that you're yeah. making these videos, was this when you went on the 24 marathon, you know, where you just, you know, bucket corner, popcorn. TV show and then video uh, so often. Yeah, this was during the same. This was the same period. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was. I didn't do any videos during that week. <laughs> I didn't think it was an incongruency. I think it was just the fact people were like, "Damn, this guy must have just gone through one of those days." <laughs> no, I did not do any videos during that period. <laughs> Matt, I, uh-huh. wish, I wish there was a link that I could just go watch these videos. Cause... I wish too. Um, uh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't do any videos during that time. I'm so glad that there's actually a video that I'm so embarrassed of that it's it's online, but it's really still up? yeah, it's still online, but it's oh. really hard to find. I'm really glad it's really hard to find. It's <laughs> uh, it's it's not even a branding or marketing video. It's um, 
it's me stuck in a child swing. Yep. The seventeen-year-old me stuck in a kitty swing with like the little oh, handlebars. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just trying to get this thing out, and my friends are just standing around me filming. I was like, "You assholes, come help me out! I'm genuinely <laughs> yeah, stuck." What are you doing? <laughs> I think they did better by filming <laughs> I think than they, helping. I think they. I think the internet agrees with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I totally agree with you. Your branding has to match uh, your message, or it's like it's incongruency, and people are never going to believe you. I mean. If you're currently like struggling in your business right now and you know, you've gone through Andy Jenkins' stuff, you've gone through everyone's stuff and you're like, I'm making all these amazing videos but no one's got watching them. Um seriously, check out Marshall's stuff, which is moviestarentrepreneur.com. dot com. Um you get a bunch of stuff yeah. over there, man. The guy's like he's brilliant. Yeah, or they just uh look me up on Facebook, Marshall Wayne, my my fan page or personal page. South because like, I put a lot of cool stuff. Most of my cool stuff actually goes on Facebook because that's where I just test things and whatever people like, I then fashion that video into a way I could use it in my currency business. That's how I do my testing is on Facebook. Awesome. And also, if you are if you're having trouble finding uh, Marshall, just search um, "Porn King of South California uh, of uh, South LA." He'll he'll pop right up at the top. I swear to God, he will. <laughs> I, I I will. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm just joking around. He's he's actually a really I, uh, well. I mean, porn pays way better money than internet marketers do. So yeah, that's true. Uh, it what I do, it, porn producers, not they, they make the most money though. I actually act and produce my videos. So really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you figure I do double duty there. <laughs> oh man, I, it's really funny though, because like um, I actually know. Um, a couple of porn stars, like we text all the time and stuff, and they're really, really just cool people. We just hang out all the time. So if I ever go to Miami, <laughs> um, I've got a place to crash. <laughs> but I have actually met a producer there, porn producer in Miami. They're not. They're actually really cool people. Just like really down to earth, mellowed out, cool people. Um, a little bit crazy. I'll say that much. Yeah, that be that's expected. Right? Yeah, pretty much. If if you live in Miami, where, or if you live in Florida, and you're not crazy, I just you know I discount you straight away. Um, as even living there. I mean, bath salts. Come on, what else can I say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Wait, was it? God, my brain is so messed because like the year's gone so quickly right now. I can't even remember if it was last year this happened or earlier this year where they um they had the bath salt zombie face attack guy, another bath salt crime industry. In I thought that started in Germany or no Russia. I guess no, no, that was, that was um, crocodile. The crocodile. That's that's a drug that's just been oh, yeah. that's come out now. That actually eats the flesh from the inside, which is a really fucked up drug. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, do a drug because it makes you feel good, right? Yeah, but not to make it eat your flesh from the inside out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, you you gotta have a serious problem at that point. I mean, dr I don't do drugs, but the ones I would safely kind of quote-unquote recommend would be anything that's a hallucinogen with good friends in a good mood don't do hallucinogens sure. after a breakout you'll see hallucinations of your ex trying to stab you um i didn't do any drugs but uh i think i had hallucinations anyway <laughs> that's what happens when you don't eat nothing but popcorn and sit in a corner of a shower that's, <laughs> yeah that's, that, that's gonna happen you know <laughs> it, it, yeah it's just par for the course um and have you ever been in an isolation chamber uh, no, I would like to though. Hit up. Uh, I think those things look 
really really cool there's one not too far from here i just realized i should book a meet i should just book something for next week after i finish my client work just like hand it in right here you go you enjoy this yeah. i'm gonna go uh screw around in an isolation chamber for like a day so i'm kind of scared um about what i'll see for one reason yeah, because that up. Uh, only reason i'm actually scared of what i'll see is i'll just see like i don't know um some giant like i don't know chocolate bar trying to eat me or something <laughs> it's like you try to eat me i'm gonna eat you now <laughs> oh crap i know i wonder um joe rogan's got a podcast on that oh dude uh, that's actually so. believe it or not that's who inspired this podcast to begin with oh really yeah cause, Man, his podcast is amazing yeah um it's the stuff that gets talked about on there unbelievable yeah i mean we've had a couple of good guys that have come on this podcast already obviously when i post it all of you'll see all the other stuff but i didn't want to create a business style podcast because i've done those before where it's like i'd sit here and interview and ask you a bunch of questions mm -hmm. and no offense to anyone that's doing that because i love people that do that i i love doing interviews like that just like you do but i hate doing them sometimes because it's like ah, oh, i have to answer questions and be all smart and i can't swear and i can't do certain things it's very restrictive so with i find that they're redundant as well oh yeah everybody says the same cliche stuff it gets kind of boring right it does and i like podcasts like this for the people who are listening i know for a fact like my previous ones that i posted people have come out and said um we like this style better because i did one with luke jayton which is very similar but oh. not I like Luke. It's good shit. Luke is a great guy. I mean, he's hilarious as shit. He is. He just—he makes me laugh so much. I've actually—I um, was speaking. I was—I messaged John Benson the other day, the video sales formula mm -hmm. guy. Yeah. Uh, we, we were messaging each other because I'm like, again, another guy on Skype that I've never actually had a phone call with. I've only spoke to like every so often. Um, I sent him a message. I actually don't know how I guys got, got him on Skype, but I did somehow. Anyway, um, I sent him a message on um, the other day because it was his birthday. And I was like, happy birthday, old man. So he sends me back this email saying, how old does this look? And he sends me this photo of him just like super ripped. Oh, no. And I was like. Oh, my God. I was like. No way. Yeah. He actually sent me a link to his gallery of look how ripped I am. I was like, ah, dude. It's four o'clock in the so morning. So he didn't take it funny? Oh, no. He took he, it funny. He, he, oh, yeah, okay. He, he wasn't being an ass about it. He was oh, like. Oh, I thought he was being total. Douchey. No, no, he was like, thought, oh my god. Now, John's actually a really nice guy. I mean, he's absolutely. Well, this is what I had thought from friends. <laughs> he's, I he's, a, he's, a, he's a riot of a laugh. The guy would never do that. And it's kind of weird that he said. Oh, me. I just, okay, good. <laughs> no, no, I, would, I, I wouldn't say. Like, if he did something like that, I, would, uh, I wouldn't say it on air. It's, it's not cool. <laughs> no, I suppose not. No, no, I wouldn't say something like that because he, he is a good guy and, you know, just a great, great influencer as well. But saying that. Um, What's really funny was around that time, at that exact point, at four o'clock in the morning, for some reason, um, I was actually deciding whether or not to hang up my gloves for good from fighting, yeah, and just focus entirely on my business, or finish up my product launch that I've got coming out, which is the Copy Coaching Club, um, get that out of the way, and then go back to fighting like full time, just go back to doing that for fun because I miss it. Yeah. Um, so he sent me that photo. And I was like, you asshole, you have no idea what you just did. He was like, what's that? I was like, you just got me to get back in the cage. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's see what you got in a couple of weeks. I was like, no. Yeah. But the guy is absolutely uh, killer. But going back to like the whole branding thing of your videos and stuff, so you actually went ahead and did these YouTube videos. Um, and it's kind of like you have to have a congruency between where your videos are shot and what you're saying. 
Um, so how do you do the setup? Because like I've got a lighting set right now, and yep. it's it's a pain in the ass to set up because like my softbox lights don't feel like they're bright enough, and my white yeah. backdrop thingy is creased as shit no matter how many times I iron it. So <clears throat> right now I'm on the road, and I just went to I go, I go to a home improvement store when I'm on the road and just pick up two like um you know like work lights so I can light the backdrop, and then two little um uh i don't know how to explain them right now but really cheap lights they're like six dollars a piece leds um, or to light me no uh i don't just normal bulbs right so they don't look the best but how i edit the video uh counteracts how they look uh naturally so what do you use to so edit? that uh adobe premiere okay cool. to edit the video after effects for the special effects that you see all right whenever i do stuff like that if i do green screen it's all after effects uh, editing. that's pretty cool so anyway yeah. back to what you're saying sorry it's about interrupting that yeah well if you want the white to be white you have to you have to light the white backdrop and also light yourself so they have to be two separate uh lit separately yourself and the and the backdrop um so that you get that nice seamless white look behind you Okay, so you'd say get a, say for instance with like the way I've got mine laid out, because I've only got two softbox lights, say I got a third one and that was placed behind the white sheet, or would you place that elsewhere? Uh, well, you could try it behind. I, I, I light it, I, I point the light at it. Um, but lighting it from behind could create a, a different effect as well so yeah because you might get shadow on the forefront as well so you don't want to do that yeah. camera so just so we have like a mental picture here so the people that are listening at home thinking about this so you have like a white background kind of thing you either have a sheet or something that you can totally mm -hmm. use um i have a one of those sheets as well so you have that there and if you have they could use a bed sheet i mean Seriously? when i'm on the road i just buy a six dollar bed sheet uh and if i need a green screen when i'm on the road i i buy a lime green bed sheet <laughs> just hanging up in the hotel so let's see so when you're on the road let's see how much money yeah. you actually spend on videos you got six dollars on a uh, bed sheet you got six dollars on say three lights is that well, no the lights will cost like 60 total 60 total so you got 10 yeah. lights because i need clamps and things like that to you know like clamp them to a, a, a desk or a table or whatever right wow. so it ends up being about 60 and I just leave the stuff in the room. So, I mean, I, it gets thrown away, yeah, which so is kind of sad, but I, what am I going to do with it? I'm not going to send it. And I don't need it at home. Yeah. So, so like you got, you, what's the total like expenditure? 60 bucks or 80 bucks? Yeah. Well, maybe 70 bucks. Total. So, wow. So like there's literally no excuse to get this, to not get this thing done. No, there's no excuse. Um, you know, it's, I love having the great setup at home, right? But it, my videos look exactly the same when I'm on the road. I don't let it deter me. See, I did yeah. not know that you actually did that because that's that's pretty fucking awesome. That well, is. every video you've seen this last three months has been on that setup, just a cheap, cheap lighting. Um, but you can't tell the difference. Nobody knows. Yeah, you really can't. I mean. Um... Take it from a guy that actually does watch your videos. It's really hard to tell the difference. That's why I'm like quite surprised that you said that. So, what what do you use? To yeah, most people think I use this great studio or something. What do you use to like hold up the bed sheet to the wall then? Because like you know, uh, tacks. 
Just some tax. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I mean, in the hotel, it's been a, wow, happy, but I don't have any other way to do it. So that's wow. So you just literally thumbtack your bed sheet up, get a couple of lights, that's and it, yeah. point them towards the sheet. You and so, what do you use to record? Like your iPhone or? Uh, no, I have a Canon 7D. So I mean, the camera's expensive. So yeah, but I mean, you can do it with an iPhone as well. Yeah, I mean, quality won't be the you same. Can absolutely, do it with an iPhone. Uh, so there's really no excuse not to be able to do it. Yeah, especially because we live in the video age. I mean, so much damn video everywhere. Just well, every every phone now shoots in 1080p HD. So I mean. There's really no excuse to not get things done. Tell me about it. I mean, um, I get yelled at for uh, not doing enough video about what I do in my day-to-day. I'm like, but I don't... Like, if you guys are in the same boat as me, that um, you don't feel like you have a pretty awesome life and you don't feel like you do enough cool things, just take inventory of what you've done and, you know, do it <laughs> and video it. Yeah, or um, emulate something that is cool, right? Yeah. Um, and not not saying that it's your life, but just just start emulating cool things and then um, putting it out in, into the world. You know, like if you, if you can't write songs, you do a cover version of a popular song, for instance, right? Right. Things like that. Um, that's always a good way to get started until you start to find your own voice, uh, figure out your own style. Definitely. I mean, um, there's so many people out there that have actually become huge celebrities based off of video alone. I mean, um, Donald Glover from Community. He literally, yeah. he started off with. Uh, Didn't he just quit? No, he 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 didn't quit. He went through like a breakdown, um, yeah, like the other day or something. Which I actually sent him my sympathies because the guy is someone that I really look up to because. He like he started out when he was twenty years old, like making videos at uh univ- at like uh college. Yeah. Um, that's university to the people over in the UK and stuff. Um he started making out videos that were like scripted and this is when YouTube didn't have scripted videos. Um so people thought they were real. So he did scripted videos and then he got taken out oh. and put into Thirty Rock. And from the time he was twenty two he's been writing for Thirty Rock for three years, then he did community, then he I love that show. I loved it. I, I I do too. I think um, I absolutely love his cameos in it, where like uh, Tracy Morgan's there at the podium, and he's talking to like a bunch of uh, high school <laughs> high school graduates, like, "Be proud of who you are, even you, gay kid." And then Donald was like, "Who told?" <laughs> I just I just love that scene. Um, oh my god! I, I do love that, and of course he co-writes for Community, so I think he's he's still doing season five because, um, of course, he's a big staple part of it, and it's kind of weird for the people at home that can't see. But Marshall, I'm gonna quickly flip on my cam so you can see this. I'm actually wearing a Troy Nabit T-shirt. I've only just realized. So there we go. Oh yeah. So yeah, nice. my birthday gift that was given to me. Um, <laughs> Is a Troy and Abbott t-shirt, and I absolutely love it. But it's um, it's pretty cool. Like, just that guy actually went ahead and made millions of uh, dollars and has like a multifaceted career because of YouTube. So, like you said, fascinating. I didn't know that was his start. Yeah, I mean, the guy started off with Derek comedy. Um, his first big break. I actually I follow this guy's career because um, it's really weird because I love like certain characters and shows. I don't really. I love watching the show, but like my friends that are super analytical about media and stuff always compare me to certain people. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, please don't do that. And they're like, no, no, we've just got to compare you to certain people. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. Just make sure that they're not some weird person. And I always get like Chris Tuck from Scrubs or Donald Glover as Donald Glover, but he did oh, nice. he did a movie called um, Mystery Team, and that was the first one they got endorsed by an actual company for about two hundred grand to shoot the video while they were still at college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did the video. And it actually got released in theaters. They did a million dollars gross total in sales, which isn't superb considering, you know, it's, you know, the Hollywood movie industry. That's like minuscule compared to what goes on today. Uh, but that was their big break. And that's how they actually went from there to what they're doing today. Huh. Yeah. So, guys, nice. guys there is success in doing videos. And you can say, hey, he started out in the heyday of YouTube, but look at people like, um, Dodger, which is uh, her, her account name is Press Hot to Continue. Um, she's a game blogger. She nice. literally talks about um, games. It's Press Hot to Continue. Um, if not that, it's Press. Then it's the um, crap. Was it the arrow pointing to the left, and then a three? So it's Press Hot to Continue. Okay. She's she's really really cool because she went ahead and um, she does this thing for fun, talking about video games because she's a total nerd. And she's like moving into a career in acting, and this is actually supporting her, like both financially and her career, because people like right. you can act because you do all these cosplays and characters, and you go to Comic Con, and we love that about you, and we'll hire you. And it's like that was only started two, three years ago. Just insane, like how much stuff is out there. So real quickly, yeah, real quickly, I do want to ask you this: What steps did you give? And there's two different variations to this because I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna bully you for this one because everyone else has yeah. to just give one. You get two. One for okay. um, people that are looking at work right now that listen to this when they're going to work, whatever. What is your advice in three ways they can go from working for say a boss, a job they don't they don't particularly like and they want to get more freedom from, um, to basically going more to the entrepreneurial route? That's one. And two is what would you say for people that are struggling right now in their business uh, with their branding and they want to go ahead and bring that up to a level like a scratch, a really good level of um, recognition? Well, the first, uh, it's, it's so difficult. I want to say just start putting yourself out there, learning to put yourself out there um, first because it's very hard to find something that makes money right away. It just is. That's the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't just stumble on something and start making money. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. And I hate being at an interview and saying, oh, find out what your passion is and then, you know, monetize it. That's bullshit. Exactly. Um, I mean, you even so, said yourself, that it didn't take, how long did it take you to get from, like, branding? Because people don't want to pay you the fees. Yeah, um, a long time. I mean, in fact, I spent, like, two years doing stuff just for free. Like Andy Jenkins' video boss launch, right? Yeah. Um, worked on that just wow. for free. He sent me a computer, but um, I wanted to do it for the, you know, the networking, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I mean, I can't say how to just start making money right away. I don't, I don't ever really see it happening. Yeah. So I don't want to be a downer to people, but no, it's I don't, true. I don't like to be a Pollyannish, cliche sort of man. I, it doesn't do anybody any good. Um, now, having said that, back in college, immediately when I started selling stuff on eBay, I started making it like a thousand dollars a week profit. Nice. So, but that was pure. I stumbled on something, 
lucky, right? I saw auctions that were selling these diet pills. I figured out how to get them myself. I just made a better auction, a more compelling, wrote, wrote good copy, right? Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, sometimes you can stumble on something and uh, hit it out of the park right away, but that isn't a for recipe for a business. That's just, you got lucky. That's a recipe for disaster, if you believe that, straight off the bat. It is. Well, you know, you can kind of start thinking that you're so smart that you figured this out when, in fact, you just stumbled upon it and you think you're operating a business when it's just you're operating a fad, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it is a dangerous uh, thought process if you think, uh, you know, a, a fad is actually a business when it's just a, something you stumbled on temporarily. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's um, one of the biggest killers in business. Just to sidetrack a little bit here, I've, yeah. I think all of us have gone through that one point or another where we've actually just, you know, oh, this is going to work forever. And then, I don't know, six right. months down the line, it stops working. You're like, holy crap, I've saved no Yeah, money. Google changes their search engine algorithms or uh, they cut you off of AdWords or, you know, yeah, um, any sort of thing. And then if, if that's all you had, you know, you're done. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's absolutely insane. Like, so we got step one, which of course, put yourself out there, but okay. don't be, you know, uh, overly. Don't expect it to work straight away. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But I'm certainly not going to say if you follow your passion, you'll it'll lead to money by default because that just doesn't work. Yeah. But at branding, anyway. Um, just pick up like the other day. Uh. This, this is a good example. I was on the phone with a, a friend of mine, right? This happens often. And they're like, how could I uh, start getting my site out there more? And I say, well, here's what I think you should do. I think you should just turn on your webcam and start making videos uh, that would be responses to what people would normally ask. So, and make each, one, each response one video. And then put them out on YouTube because YouTube's the second largest search engine in the world. Link your site in the description so that you have more uh, you know, links back to your back links to your site, uh, and then people will start finding your videos, going to your website, and also it's good practice for you learning to get yourself out there. And that's how I started my business too. So I'm always a fan of. Um, now, if you don't feel comfortable on camera, I honestly would say learn to get comfortable, but uh, just do podcast style like we're doing right now. Just record yourself and put it out there. Um, any way you can to start learning to, um, I guess, you know, find your voice, right? But it, that takes a while. So emulate things that you like. My whole movie star entrepreneur concept came because I, I wanted an excuse to emulate scenes from movies in an entrepreneurial manner. And so I just I have spent years emulating uh, certain things I like in movies, putting images and videos out there. <clears throat> now I've found my own voice, so I can create things that are just totally me. Um, but, I, you know, I can do all those things because I learned Photoshop and video editing. So, I mean, I think every person should take it upon themselves to learn that skill. Um, you can hire people, but. If to a certain extent, if you hire somebody to do something for you, especially if you hire somebody that's cheap, you're not going to come across looking how you'd you'd want to look. Exactly. So.
So that's, I guess that's, that's what I'd recommend. So that's Just start putting yourself out there. That's a great concept out there because like, that's something that, um, even I don't really like doing is I I'm I love doing video but I hate doing the editing and scripting and all the other fun stuff that comes with it. But sure, it's something I've got to learn. And like you said, use um, Adobe Premiere um, yep. and After Effects. So realistically, <clears throat> if someone put their themselves away, for, say an hour a day for a straight month, do you think they could actually learn it to a half decent degree? Oh goodness, an hour a day? Yeah, I mean. In our in our one day, I mean, if you have the like, if I was teaching it to a friend, I can teach it to him right now in an hour. Wow! Uh, but I mean, they're really intuitive. Uh, the editing programs, I wouldn't. I probably I wouldn't start them off on Adobe Premiere. I'd tell them to use iMovie or Windows uh, Movie Maker, depending on what if you're on a Mac or a PC. But those things are very simple. You just drag the video clip in. Uh, drag it into the the timeline. There's an obvious cut button, so you can cut uh, and drag scenes around. I mean, it's very simple. Yeah, I mean that's because I use um Screenflow. I'm actually using Screenflow to record us right now, um because it's just such an easy easy program to learn. Because I'm on a Mac, but um, very easy. Yeah, like that's like base level easy stuff. And if I can do that, guys, it's I'm surprised you guys wouldn't be able to do it either. I mean, it's... it's yeah, why aren't you guys doing it? Yes, go ahead and do it. You should <laughs> totally do it. I mean... Yeah, ScreenFlow is great. Um, so, I mean, people could use that easily uh, to edit. A lot of people use ScreenFlow to edit their videos. Yeah. Not, I mean, just to, not just to record, but to edit. Yeah, I mean, I use, uh, use it for all my coursework, all my editing videos, like the stuff I shoot on my iPhone, transfer over, edit in ScreenFlow, export it straight out. Um, mm -hmm. But I would say this much for the people that are actually at home right now thinking, well, wow, this sounds so complex and so freaking hard. It really isn't. When you say that something's hard, it's really going to make things 10 times worse than it is. And I know because yeah. I've got, <laughs> for the longest time, I had this whole barrier that Photoshop is so damn hard, I can never use this. And guess what? I never did. But lately, I've, I've designed all three banners to all three sites and currently redoing the banner for the year of awesome.com because right now it's just words and of course i'm redoing a very nice graphical header that goes with it but um yeah i mean just get out there i mean you can probably find the tutorials for this kind of stuff online oh they're every youtube youtube is filled with them yeah very simple uh, or um go to uh, graphicriver.net and just buy a template you see something you like buy the template open it up in Photoshop and then just change the words, put your photo in there. I mean, uh, that's something that I recommend to a lot of people. Yeah. Is you take what experts have already done, are willing to sell to you, and then just buy it and modify it. So that's a way to look very good uh, with no skill whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, that's so simple to sort out. It's just like what's what's a what's a graphic template? Um, what forty bucks? No, no, no. You can get six bucks, ten bucks. Wow! So add that onto the cost of everything that you'd be doing if you were making a video. Probably coming up to about eighty bucks here is what you're looking at at most. Yeah, I mean, you can really look good for a low cost. So 
I mean, there's no excuse. And now uh, Adobe has what they call Creative Cloud, so the membership to have all of their programs is forty nine ninety nine a month. I think I pay. So, I mean, in, as an entrepreneur, that's like paying zero. Yep. Uh, it's such a low cost because I used to it used to be like twenty four hundred ninety nine dollars for the whole uh, suite of software, yeah, and then you'd have to upgrade every year, right? And that was like twelve hundred bucks. So now it's it's so inexpensive yeah. to do anything now. I know. I mean, um, I remember. Yeah, it's very easy to learn as long as a person is willing to. Like you're saying, if a person has the mindset that things are hard, then things are hard to learn. Um, because I think then by nature you're a person who doesn't want to adapt and learn. But uh, anybody who's used to uh, diving into new things, yeah, I wouldn't have any problem with video editing or photo editing yeah i mean like we said an hour a day for a month and you'll be like very good at it but i mean look, oh, a, a week great yeah like a week yeah. and you'll be fine i mean um start off with what was it start off with photoshop or just yeah, i think everybody should master photoshop because having great images let's say you go to somebody's facebook right they friend request you and they don't have a cover or they have a really crappy photo you kind of, you, you know, if you have a lot of friends already, you kind of think, ah, I don't need to add that person, right? I mean, it's, we are judging the book by the, by the uh, cover, right? Yeah. Um, it says something about you if you don't have nice, a nice presentation. Yeah. And I don't mean, it doesn't have to be professional like some of my stuff looks, um, but it, it should be presentable, you know? Yeah. Anyway. I mean that's that's exactly what you want to do, and um, if you guys can't, if you guys have got a blog and you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing on my blog. Seriously, adelamarcy.com. It's a white background with a gray like banner. That's it. That's literally the color scheme I have on there at the moment. It's yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. In regards to that, what you're saying is way more important than what. Uh, how you you know how it's visually appealing? Yeah, um, I should have said that first. I just kind of think it's it's common knowledge, but um, it doesn't matter how good you look if you if you know you don't have anything decent to say. People yeah. don't care. You got so have first. Those. You actually have to have a good message. Yeah, and then package it up nicely. Yeah, um, exactly. You can't. I think <laughs> I think we both were heading the same way because, like, um, make sure that you're promoting good stuff, and you know, you got yeah. some good stuff going on as well. But, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't pass over that. Uh, I just forget to say it because I think it's so obvious, but it, it really isn't to people. Sometimes they think, uh, yeah, I think it happens with marketers a lot, right? Yeah, they think if they package it well, because uh, you can, you can sell absolute junk. If you package it well, have great copy, right? Fancy video. You're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And then they get the product and it's horrible. Oh, my God. I hate those. I hate it when that happens. Um, right. Just so bad. You've got to have a trifecta. And the trifecta is good, uh, good product with good copy with good branding and images equals perfection. If you have, if you're missing. Okay, fair enough. If you have, and I, I can say this from a copyright standpoint, and Marshall's going to kick my head off as soon as we get off the call. Um, 
make me sit in the corner and tell me that I'm a child, but um, <laughs> is that you can actually have a good product with good copy and so-so graphics and still do well, like do or no graphics. Yeah, and uh, no, I'm I'm full on board with that. Cool. Just because I I I I enjoy doing uh, graphics doesn't mean I I think you could get by without them. I think probably with the great copy and great graphics, it would do better, but. Um, Ugly sales videos, white background text do really well. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, and I just, and oh God, just poetic justice here of what we're saying about good product stuff is I actually went on uh, moviestarentrepreneur.com forward slash blog. Um, and it's just the first thing I'm reading about scrolling down. Oh, I have on there. Yeah, I think the last thing you wrote was uh, the black and white tutorial, but I was looking at Kevin Nations in New oh, York. Oh, because I was going to delete all my uh, blog posts and just read image the entire thing yeah oh you could do that anyway um so yeah. i'll i'll just read this out because it's just one little segment i read that's really eye-catching and that is if you're wondering why google slapped so many internet marketers take a look oh, at yeah. what clickbank has turned into and what worries one wso's are it's a wasteland of shitty instant cash products from substandard entrepreneurs google wouldn't allow that neither will facebook and you know what i agree with practically everyone who's ever liked that including me um, I get on my high horse sometimes. Oh, we have to, because like, let's be yeah. honest. If the reason that those shitty products got let in was because people got off their high horse, or like, well, we can't stop everyone, and blah blah. And it's like, well, to be fair, if you're, you've got to be a gatekeeper. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you've got to be a gatekeeper to what gets in to your crowd. If yes. nothing but crap comes out, guess what? You can say, hey, it doesn't affect me. I didn't promote that. You're just dumbing down standards, standards, uh, standards for the entire industry, but also the way that your mailing list and people that come in will view you from now on because they'll have a yes. bad experience with someone else. So I think that's like a little ex extra added point that we just threw in for the hell of it. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, Marshall, it's been absolutely awesome having you on today, man. I've got a, uh, we've got an unfortunate wrap-up right now, but I'm sure we'll do another one very soon at some point. I'm up for it anytime. Uh, man, it's been it's been a real pleasure having you on here. So guys, check out um if you guys do want to get started and need a place to host your own videos, YouTube's a great place. Uh Amazon S3 is a great place as long as you use CloudFront. Um anything else that Marshall would recommend, I'm sure you guys can uh, message him and bother him on uh, Facebook. He'll probably do a video response for you. I I'm, I respond to everything and usually in really uh, real in depth, so yeah. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah, I asked him a question once. We're like, "What's his favorite color?" And he gave me like a three-page paragraph, like a three-page <laughs> thing about why the color blue was absolutely amazing and why he thinks red is really, really nice. Trust me, that just it's just ask him a question, but don't ask him like a really simple question because you're gonna get a really long ass answer. Yeah, um, you better be specific. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is your favorite color right now, and why? <laughs> it's just like stop that. Just like in in twenty characters or less. Come on, yeah, <laughs> just it's that kind of thing. But um, as much as I love kidding around, Marshall, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on board. Guys, check out uh, purelyhosting.com slash addle to get your free website and get started. But definitely, please, for the love of God, when you're listening to this, go to moviestarentrepreneur.com. If it's not up right now, um, just oh, it'll be up. Yeah. I'm just repurposing it right now, but by the time they listen to this, it, I'll have it back. Damn, see, this, this is the thing I wanted to say. I was going to say you can bother the crap out of Marshall and just call him, you know, loads of horrible names and stuff because, you know, you love him. Oh, like, well, when people, <laughs> the problem is, for me, if when my site is getting repurposed, when I'm redoing it, people are like, you're the branding guy and your site looks like crap? 
<laughs> I know. I oh, God, I, I, I've always found this quite funny. Just a quick side note before we sign off. So I've always found it funny that, like, what you can do for others, you suck at doing for yourself most of the time. Well, because you're usually too busy. Yeah, tell me. It's like, well, if I'm already getting business, what does it matter? (laughs) So true. I don't even have a sales letter telling people that I sell copywriting services. It's like, how messed up is that? It's like, what do you do? Copywriter. Do you have a website? Yeah. Do you have a sales Uh website? No. Just (laughs) talk to me for five minutes and you'll see what I can do. But anyway, guys, it's been absolutely a pleasure, as always, for LifestyleHero.com, TheYearOfAwesome.com, and AdoraMarshall.com, as well as TheMovieStarEntrepreneur.com slash blog. Uh, and both myself and Marshall, we would like to say goodbye and see you on the next podcast. Yes.